This is a HeadGum Podcast. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So at this point, everyone's crying and very scared. And I'm practically begging Christian Finnegan to take off this sort of Egyptian headdress thing. Because it makes him look like a cobra. Like a human cobra. And I'm just going, please, Christian, please take it off. And we're crying and Greg Grunberg's crying. And everyone is just losing it. Oh, God. Sorry, I, I'm crying. And I, yes. And it's, it's too scary to do it I'm because scared. it's I'm like what Cleopatra gonna... wore, Nefertiti, or, you know, and mm-hmm. it's on and it makes you look like you have the hood of a mm-hmm. vicious, poisonous cobra. And she got bit. And he's moving, oh, by the asp. It's and trying he's to defend moving itself. Moving and starts moving his the way neck he, around. The way he just moves normally, yeah. Yes, he's very lithe. And as he goes to spin around and spook someone who he thinks is behind him and to our great amusement wouldn't you know who's walking in behind him except for in the flesh the very wonderful and silver-tongued and smooth crooning uh john legend in sort of a shiny jumpsuit mm-hmm. and the shine captures Christian Finnegan's reflection and he see himself as the human snake mm. and scare him. Hi, welcome to Hollywood Handbook. His just desserts, Hayes. And so that's why you don't and you don't not have the golden rule be something that you are following book and insider's guide to kicking butt and dropping names into the red, red carpet line back hallways of this industry we call showbiz Sh- what up what up i didn't mean to shush i'm not trying to shush no you it's, uh, no you shouldn't be talking, talking as much yes i uh, we just have some stuff we need to take care of <laughs> so hot i can't even think and that uh um is a great segue into kind of spring cleaning hot season yeah it's like, and we put off spring cleaning till late summer. Mm-hmm. It's always we're always too busy during spring <clears throat> making the shows. It's just housekeeping where you just go through your day, and you have all these things, little things that you just sort of need to take care of that you keep putting off and putting off and putting because mm. it's like little stuff. And then there's this thing that happens when you run your phone over. Well, where you lose a lot of your. Contacts in your calendars and stuff. I got a badass trike. It is one of these ones, free big wheels, and you can take that bitch down the railroad tracks and just jump on and off, like, over each side. Yeah, you have to get up and because... 
it kind of attaches itself to the tracks. So you have to get up and pick the bike up off the tracks, but you can do that in a cool way. Like, oh! yeah, and like the bike looks, is you knew you look like a friggin' Hulk monster and you lift it and go like, take this and you shove the bike off and kind of tumbles down into a little ditch with some dirty water and you start it up and drive again and you don't care getting mud on you. So we're driving that thing and I don't know when the um, phone came out of Hayes' pocket and I don't know why I thought that I could throw my phone at it to make it come back. Well, it was like your phone was going to save my phone. Or to remember where it was. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, well, that's where yours is, so I'll just put mine here, and then we'll call my phone, and mm -hmm. wherever it rings, yeah, then we'll know where yours is. What I remember is. was we had set up my phone standing up in front of your trike. Yeah. And then you're, you were going to be, like, coming at it, and then your phone was going to be like, look out! No! And, like throw into my phone yes save them uh-huh yes so my phone's sort of a hero your phone's sort of damsel in distress and now maybe we see you know those phones are maybe our phones could be in love yeah um phone sex and so we and and they end up and both also, get, so they end up both going on to the railroad tracks under the train yes uh, they both got run over by a train and one at one point actually uh my wife was facetiming with the bottom of a train so let's circle back to we we have um people whose contact information we've lost that we need to take care of just like the housekeeping little things but they listen to the show they listen to the show and so we just want to communicate with some of those people to take care of um a few things that you know just um, spring cleaning, just spring cleaning. Mm. Want me to go? Please. Um, cleaning is actually a great segue. Housekeeping. Need to speak to my housekeeping-er. Her name is um, Broomhilda. I named her that because the comic strip. Mm. And because she used broom. Take down spider webs and Brunhilde. stuff. Yes. Her real name is Muspicia or something. But um, she, so I'll just say directly to Broomhilda, she's, you're putting the wrong trash cans in the wrong rooms. You know, when you go wash out the trash can, when you put them back in the, you have to make sure that the right ones are in the right rooms because you're putting the mesh one in my office which is for dishes. Uh, it's for dishes and drinks. Yeah. And so I don't look. I don't want to like have to look. be like, oh, is this the right trash can that I'm like putting my drink into? And so I put my drink in the mesh trash can. Mm -hmm. And now my drink is on the floor. Mm -hmm. And I see why she's doing it because she wants to like save time and just put the mesh trash can under the sink and wash all the dishes in the dish trash, so the water just goes right out. Uh, I understand why for her that makes sense. Yeah, but for me, my drinks get all over the floor, and bugs come to drink them. So we need closed trash can. Yeah, uh, in the office, mm -hmm. the mesh trash can is for the bathroom trash. Uh huh. Because you're not supposed to flush anything. Yeah, you know, you're not supposed to put 
paper in the toilet. So you have to throw it away. Nothing goes in the toilet. Now we're in a drought. And so that needs to be in a mesh trash can so it can breathe. It doesn't get all closed off and sort of form its own ecosystem. Mm-hmm. So this is, you know, for Muspecia. So, um, yes, I hope you're listening, Broomhilda. Um, well, I also have lost contact info because of the phone incident. And so I do... Need to talk to someone, um, and it's not a conversation I would necessarily normally have on, on podcast. On a podcast, yeah. Um, but is this or nothing at all? Yeah. So uh, this is for my doctor. He is an asshole doctor. <laughs> He's a specialist who. Cleans that part of your body that you can't always get all the way clean mm-hmm. without tubes and <laughs> machines. Uh-huh. And what I want. So when you say it initially, I think like like house. Or like if Backstrom were a doctor, I think is a better example. Yeah. You that know? he is, uh, and both those guys are almost special agents posing as doctors. Mm-hmm. Backstrom would be, and House is uh, sort of doesn't play by the rules and right. is able to go places most people won't go and do the hard work. Uh, but you, but some people might call them mm-hmm. asshole before they realize that's part of how they do their job. No, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. You see what it's I'm not saying? That he's a difficult guy. Yeah. Okay, no, it's. This dude specialized in keeping the asshole part of the body clean mm-hmm. with tubes, tubes and machines. machines. And what I want to say to him is, you left a machine at my house. It's huge and it's loud. Mm-hmm. And I tried to use it myself. And I couldn't turn it off. And now I think something is wrong or something is closed. That makes sense. It should be open. Because I went over there and it is, it's on wheels and you can't catch it anymore. No. And so when I tried to use it, it somehow got stronger, the machine, and I am much weaker and I'm feeling (laughs) very bad. And I need you to come back. I need you to call your machine or something and bring another one that's stronger that can beat it. And then I need you to get back in and fix whatever has gone wrong. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's going to be a long time it's going to take. You need a whole day or more. And it's not going to be fun for any of us. Mm -hmm. And I'm in a bad mood. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and the machine is getting smarter. It hides. It knows things about me that it maybe took from inside me. And it's information. Yes. I don't know how else because it's, it was answering my phone without me hearing it ring. Mm-hmm. And then I picked up the line to call out at one point, and this I is, hear by the my way, voice. Your home phone, just so people don't say, "Oh, you thought your phone." No, my landline. Oh, yeah, I picked up my landline instead of hearing a ringtone. I heard my voice, but it wasn't coming from me, and it was this machine talking to relatives of mine and mm-hmm. telling them s- secrets. Mm-hmm. 
what kind of stuff? I mean, if it's already out there now. Well, okay. Uh, secrets of what I have as plans for some of my relatives to get their stuff in my name for after they die. Mm-hmm. Because some of them are, I'm hoping, going to become mentally weak mm-hmm. and I can manipulate them. And the machine knew that. And it's not something I necessarily like to admit that's not an attractive quality, but at the same time, we do what we have to do. Mm-hmm. And it's who else deserves that money that, you know, from my auntie. Mm. So that's to the doctor. Can I can I send out a message to somebody? Yeah. Uh, this is for the pizza man. I would like to have a pizza. I want you to bring it to me. Uh, oh God, when you listen to this, it's going to be Tuesday. I'm going to be on a hike. So oh, I will be hungry, but what kind of pizza do I want? I like a lot of meat after a hike. Yeah. I hike and then I meet up. Let's do the sausage. I want flat pepperoni-shaped sausage. Crust on the bottom. Oh, get um, something uh, vegetable for me, too. Vegetable? For me. One carrot? Because I'm not going on the hike. Oh, yes. One long carrot. And I just have one more message, and it's so quick. And this is for police. Please come shoot this machine. Now, I've tried calling you from uh, from my home phone, and it doesn't appear that I can route a call to you because the machine mm-hmm. is has the phone mm-hmm. and owns it. So w- come shoot it, and it's so. And also, there's someone who's been so loud outside my window at night, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's someone friends with the machine. Mm-hmm. Or if it is a hologram created by it, and if you, but it can't be unrelated. If you shoot it, it has to be. There's a glowing yellow spot on the back. Do not shoot that spot. Yes, that spot yep. will make it unshootable. It looks like you're supposed to shoot it, but that's actually the only spot. That Just you what it wants. Cannot shoot. You shoot that spot, and then you will. What that spot is doing is illuminating mm-hmm. the one spot you can shoot, which is not glowing, and it look metal like the rest. But I know I have gotten the sort of. Machine blueprints? I don't know what you call them, but there is a spot. And if we can hit it, we have a fighting chance. Because if this thing gets any stronger, baby, uh, we're going to be in trouble. And I can't eat any of my food because machine's friends with a refrigerator now. So bring something. Bring croissant or something. Coming right up, Paul Rudd on Hollywood Handbook. So I'm playing darts with the guy who played Vinny Del Pino on Doogie Howser. Just the guy. Yeah, the guy who played Vinny Del Pino on Doogie Howser. Right, but But so you only have to say the guy, and I know what you mean. So I'm playing with the guy, and um, and I was trying, and I said, you know, Doogie Howser's so great. You're so great as Vinny Del Pino. Remember the one episode where you broke up with your girlfriend, and then you were playing Scrabble with them, and you kept spelling depressing words because that's sort of where you were at mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, shortly after, you were kind of looking to get laid and get Doogie laid as well, because um, he was a bit of a hornball. And uh, and he 
was like, oh, okay, thanks. And I fucking hit him with the dart. Dork. Mm-hmm. I fucking threw the dart at him. Right in, in his, his tongue. A- right in his, yeah, right, right in his Adam's apple. <laughs> Which is where the base of your tongue is. Yeah, people don't know that. Yeah, your tongue goes all the way back. Uh-oh, getting a little feetsies touch. <laughs> and they can't see it at home, but me and our guest, Paul Rudd, have had to readjust because our feet have intersected. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd is here. Yeah, The Road Ulin School of Design. Paul, <laughs> Paul Rudd Rodriguez. Okay, okay, okay. So, it's, you know, let's just do, let's just do normal. Paul Rudd is guest on the show. Yes, he's here. What a friend and a man. Now... And you were on the show a long time ago, and we've been yes. doing a lot of guests coming back, and that's not because the well is dry. No, we know more people, and we have more funny, famous friends, but what we don't have is any other way to get you to believe that you need to get Howl. Our episodes are trapped inside the Howl, and the only way to get them out is for you to pay money to listen to what used to be free... This service, I can't tell you, it's unbelievable. The old system was you had to search in some menu on iTunes and then Mm -hmm. find the episode you wanted. Mm -hmm. But now, Howl, you just pay for the service. It's got this easy searchable menu with only some of the shows from iTunes. Mm -hmm. And it's here now. And it used to be that you could use it on every phone. And it's like, what am I going to do with all these phones? So now you can only use it on some phones. Not most of them. Mm-hmm. And it's and we're g- getting rid of the kinks. So please get in there and listen to the first Paul Rust episode. We're going to be referencing it a lot, and you won't get this episode if you haven't heard that one. Paul, and now I'm back. Yeah, back, baby. Now who? What's that movie from? I'll be back. Yeah, I'll be back, baby. Yes, I'll be back, baby. Hey, mm. baby, I'll be back, baby. Na- name it, Hayes. He's so bad at these. Name it. No, I know this. He's so bad at no, these. I, I, name it. No, no, stop. Just because well, Joe, when, name it. When you talk, it's making it harder for me to think of the movie. No, he's so bad. <laughs> Joe, name it. New York Jets. Now go ahead and do it. Tough acting to acting. I don't even remember what the original thing was. Hey, Coming baby. back, baby. Hey, baby. I'm gonna be back. You know that, baby. Uh, a baby. It's baby close. genius. Yes. Yep. Baby genius. Baby genius. Yep. Mm. And it's and he'll he's coming back, baby. So we want to talk about podcast. That's uh, again. PC. You're like I know about that. It's this podcast. What if you could hold it in your hand? Yeah, and it came in the mail every time. Mm-hmm. So we are having a big company now because it was Wolf Cool, mm-hmm. which is part of Calvin and Hobbes, our production company. That's a podcast shingle. And the shingle is Wolf Cool and now sort of inspired by that. There's a plank of that that's a publishing mm-hmm. company. So there's a shingle on the plank. Yes. yes. The plank it, is actually on the shingle. And the, the plank is the publishing plank company, out from the shingle. which is Movies Books. The we, Wolf Cool Publishing Company is called Movies Books because we love movies, and that's mm-hmm. w- sort of what inspired us to want books. Of course, yeah. So, I mean, I think that's why we're all here. So, what? yes. Well, why you're here specifically, Paul, mm-hmm. and I think you know this as mm-hmm. the head editor-in-chief, the head editor-in-chief, is we're finally launching Movies Books magazines. That's right, yes. And, uh, well, I, I could just be part of one-third of that. Not books. No. Not movies. Mm. But... 
magazines. Well, that's just the name of it. It doesn't. It's not right. movies or it's books. Movies only to the books. extent that magazines are floppy, shiny books. Uh, so yeah, you talk about your passion for magazines. Well, I, you know, I think it started like it does with all of us. You know, at a young age, we remember when our parents would take us. You know, to the magazine rack, mm-hmm. and oh. you just stand there and you look at all the different covers porno. and titles, porno, yeah. mainly porno. Yeah, and the fucking cars. And I and I would mm-hmm. go. I, I remember I'd say, "Papa, what's that on the top shelf, Papa?" Mm. Oh, yeah. And he would lift me up. He would take his left hand and his right hand on each side of my hips. <laughs> And he would sort of lift me up, and then I would okay. be able to, yeah, yeah grab smell the squeezing in. From yeah, the he's sides. kind of squeezing my hips tight. Uh huh. Um, and you know, I'm eight years old, so you're my, at arm's length, or you're clutched against his bosom. I he would often, as he pulled me up, I would kind of be my the back of my body would be tight up against his flush front, to, flush, flush to his to front. His, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Great. And it, a lot of times, you know, my back would kind of catch on his belt buckle but whatever yeah. you know i was so excited about getting the the magazine mm-hmm. um but actually undo his belt now he's holding you he's got you in his hands but his pants fall down he's you're undoing his belt with your butt i guess yes yeah yes and uh then usually when i was grabbing my third or fourth magazine his pants would drop yeah mm-hmm. and then um well you guys know my dad doesn't wear underwear so <laughs> a lot of times he would just be Standing there, sort of with um, but he would wear a long, like, kind of night shirt, mm-hmm. so it would uh, cover stuff up, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, uh, homie bugs, yeah, homie bugs, the long shirt, bugs being a homie, uh, backwards mm-hmm. hat, right? Yeah, the jersey, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, no, I know what you when you said homie bugs, I homie know, right? Taz, bugs is a homie, homie. bugs. Yeah, Taz, yeah. I didn't know Bugs and Taz were friends until that. Mm-hmm. Well, they play basketball. they're frenemies, and, and it's a topic we've talked about before where I think they have a lot of competition with one another, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a tenuous friendship, but at the same time, they don't just know that many people. Their world's right. kind of small. It's like, uh, you know, Lennon and McCartney. Yeah. Yes, Lennon, when it's just Lennon the two of them, mm-hmm. it's uh, it can be a little tense. They're not... That kind of friends, you know, right. just the two of them hanging out, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. going to like eat together or something. But in like a big group, they are. Yeah, they're cool. They are. They yeah, are friends. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So anyway, you know, from a very young age, I loved magazines. Do I you have Taz. those people who you see at a party, Paul, and you go like, well, in the wild, I would never call this person on the phone, but I'm glad they're here because I don't know anyone else. Yes. Mm-hmm. And all yeah. of a sudden it's like, I guess I am friends with you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Suddenly you're my BFF now. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. How did we? Yeah. But um, who's that? Fuck, I interrupted you. You shit. Do your thing. Oh, no, 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 Sean. It's okay. Damn it. Well, I promised myself I'd be more respectful. Well, I mean, what should I talk about? Should I talk about the person who had a party you're just happy to see because you can talk to them? Or yeah. should I talk about the magazines? Yeah, what did you want him to Hayes, talk about? I, Hayes, I guess we have to get to the magazine stuff. Sam has a hard out. But it could be a feature in the magazine that you, it's people at a party, you know, what types. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you did your magazine, and so yeah. we we have the galleys, which is like... Sam, I know you have a hard out. Engineer Sam, I know you have a hard out. What is it you have to get to? Uh, actually picking up a new motorcycle. Oh, wow. wow. 
Um, I think I left my phone out in the main area. Can you go get it? Sure. Okay, so we did the galleys of the magazine. Hey, yeah, do you, were, were you guys able to look them over? You know, we were just going to do it now, and yeah, oh, okay, it's about let the being... audience experience it with us. Okay, mm-hmm. just know that like it does, it is a magazine, but it does tell a story. Mm-hmm. So you know, if stuff isn't necessarily making sense on page five of the magazine, stick with it to page thirty. Page, I think it goes up to about one hundred and eighty pages. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I was about to ask. Most of it's advertising, but you know, when you have a what we imagine will be a very sort of uh, intellectual demographic. Uh, mm. Lots of money. We'll be spending lots of money. You know, mm-hmm. ad revenue comes. It, you know, it's like when you pick up a Vanity Fair. Most of it mm-hmm. is uh, ads for jewels, cologne, mm, yeah. jewels and cologne, fine scent. Jules Asner. What uh, is the name of it? Um, Magazine that is. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's called Grommans. Okay. Oh, and it wow. Immediately brings to mind like that of, theater for Chinese people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But we do. I want to stress because this has been a lot. There's been a lot of confusion. The readership doesn't have to be primarily Chinese. We mm-hmm. we would like it if sure. it was the majority of our readers were Chinese, but it's not. Grommans is more like a little kind of sly tip of the hat to old Hollywood mm-hmm. because it is kind of a a lifestyle magazine for the young man or woman, but mainly men. Uh, in Hollywood and the entertainment, um, trying to—I want to choose the right word. Industry. Mm-hmm. I love the magazine and I, the name, and I love it. And I don't even know that theater or go to it at all. And I'll mm-hmm. tell you why. And it's not about the Chinese. Spider-Man and SpongeBob are not friends, right? But if you are on that street, you would be led to believe that the two of them are experiencing things together and they're doing the same dance moves? No. So I like that you can bring the Grommans to me without me having to wade through the riffraff. SpongeBob isn't mm-hmm. even supposed to be on land. Oh, no. And, and Spider-Man, if, if, if for some reason this universe is supposed to be like under the sea, Spider-Man's uh, not supposed to be under there. He should be in the... Air. It would be he like be seeing the a, air. an Air Force guy hanging out with a Navy guy. Yes. You would never see that. Yes. Uh-huh. It's supposed it to go. It would be the last of these thing you'd ever see. It goes down from Darth Vader in space. Spider-Man's <laughs> supposed to be in the air. Uh, Shrek is on land. Jack, Captain Zach, Jack Sparrow is supposed to be on top of the ocean. SpongeBob, bottom of the ocean. And then before beneath the ocean floor, mm-hmm. Darth Vader again. That's right. It, it's a circle. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then at the Earth's core is Aaron Eckert. Um, it, so uh, all these guys uh, listen decor? in a drill car. All these guys playing Aaron Eckhart outside of Grauman's Chinese Theater. Mm-hmm. At least, why are there so many? Yeah, just and some of them one. are black. Well, and also, don't do that. Be him because I really mm-hmm. want to talk to him and thank him for finally making Frankenstein handsome again. Everyone always wants him to be uh, scary, bolt-necked buffoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When honestly, the the concept behind him doesn't have to be so frightening. Yes. And there is a handsome version of him. Yes, that, that, was, that was Fred Gwynn for you. Yeah. <laughs> Precisely. Uh, so tell me more about this magazine, Paul. <laughs> well, it's called Grommans. Chinese it has magazine. No, it has no association with the Chinese 
theater. I, I have oh, okay. to say that legally. It was sort of a, and it's gra, mens, m e n apostrophe s. That's g r o m m e n apostrophe s apostrophe. Like Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, clay dog. And we we actually had, well, I shouldn't talk about it in order to get into it. But Gromit was an editor in chief for. For a while, the clay dog. Oh yeah, the clay dog, and you know he's he's very creative, he's very passionate. Mm. Um, we had differences of opinion about communication where the issues, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Well, he's yes, he's a silent dog, and it was just like the time of having the animators come in and make him and move. make him move. It was just like so so wasteful of time to mm-hmm. just wag his tail in front of a particular article to know that it was ready to go or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like I could have known if this had been a human being mm-hmm. who wasn't being created by animators, I could have known this 25 minutes ago mm-hmm. you know, that you liked it. And that's too bad. But we have different uh articles, you know, just sort of what would interest the young Man or well, woman. I'm opening the front page and just getting to look at this table of contents. Yeah. Careful, the pages are sharp, um, mm, so yeah. I don't want you to. And I have found that out the hard way, and I and I the wish, sharp way. Yes, and I wish that I had not had it situated in my lap the way that it was, and I because I've cut the inside of my thigh in a place I have a wound, mm-hmm. bloody wound. And the crotch of my pants. And my genitals are fine. <laughs> Good. There's nothing wrong there. Okay. But the cut inside my thigh mm-hmm. is going to make it look like I have bloody pee-pee or something. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't, yeah. I'm no, not trying to I know. gross anyone out. And people are, frankly, going to try and kiss it better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is what just is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's going to create all kinds of situations for you, ribald and otherwise. Uh, it's a, it's Chaucer all over again. But <laughs> so take us th- take us through the table of of contents. Well, that's the first page. Mm-hmm. It's the table of contents. Uh, that's after the. There's about twenty six pages of ads. Omega mm-hmm. watches. So you get through there. A lot of Omega watch. Uh, Omega. I'm sorry. What, what did you say? Oh, I didn't even. I wasn't even aware Omega? I was speaking. I didn't even know I was speaking. Oh, it's just weird because I thought it sounded like you said Omega. No, it's Omega. I wouldn't have done that. Now these ads look like it's talk. Simon Baker in the ads mm-hmm. as a baker, which was his idea. He was like, I always get you know. Can I say shit? Uh, he's yeah. Like, he's like, I always get totally crap. You gotta. I always get crap about my last name being Baker. Can I? Can I be? Mm-hmm. Can I play with? Take that? ownership of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> That's so great. we we were able to get some chef hats. We we had been doing um a shoot with some of the cinnamon toast crunch chefs. They were there earlier that day, so we had a mm. one of the baker hats laying around. And he what put are they on. like? Uh, Two thirds are cool. Yeah, one third not. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just say his name rhymes with Schmendel. Yeah. You don't like him because of that? It's not a Grendel, in it, is it? No, it's not Grendel. That's, okay. He's a good Trosser one. Trosser all over again. Is Grendel's mom is the bad one. So we had Simon Baker. Uh, and, um, and he's pulling out a cake shaped like a big fancy watch. The, uh, the Omega watch, uh, yes, okay. which is how it's pronounced. What did you say earlier? Huh? Did you say Omega? 
Oh, well, I was on a phone call talking to my friend Omega. Yeah. Why? Are you talking uh, about watches? Yeah, it's, uh, it's pronounced Omega. Mm. So we had Simon Baker come in and do these uh, Omega and watch And hanging outs. up the phone now, and I'm ready to talk. Who are you talking to? I was talking to Omega and oh. telling her that I was on the phone with her. Oh, her. So... <laughs> You so the watches are one thing, but the table of contents is another thing entirely. We've got to talk about this. Some of the features and the titles, mm-hmm. I can't believe. Oh yes. Uh, well, uh, first we wanted to jump into probably my biggest passion: passion, fashion, fashion, passion. Mm-hmm. That's the name of the article: fashion, yeah. passion. And you know, guys, just because we're dudes, mm, yeah. it doesn't mean we have to dress like. Slobs, mm-hmm. okay? What do you mean? I like to dress nice. I like to look good. Go out, you yeah, know, maybe sorry. in Ar- Armani. Mm-hmm. Sorry. How, what did you, how'd you pronounce it? Uh, uh, Armani? Mm. Arminis. Arminis. Well. It's like a, 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 a Armenian man's fashion Ar- line. Ar- it can be. Arminians. Like the, from the movie, Minions. Oh mm-hmm. yes, there are minions. It's a rated R cut minions. of the movie Minions. Swarthy minions. minions. Yes, if you, it's a little showbiz term. R Minions, and it's like the oh, rated yeah. R because the yeah. Minions. There's there's all kinds of footage of them doing some very R-rated stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, they're like the Munchkins from Wizard of Oz. You know, you hear about how yeah. they had all those crazy parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's well, even I mean, they're up to no good in the films, even mm-hmm. for kids, where maybe one of them thinks a fire hydrant is a lady, so it takes her into the hot tub with him. But they cut out of the scene before you see him, re- you know, reveal his sort of minion genitalia. A lot of people probably yes. wondering at this point if we're going to get into the Armenian genocide. It's not. It's not clear it's whether not or not it actually happened, and it's not something that we. That's not the As with all genocides, I'm going to wait 200 years to decide whether it's real. And even then, I'm probably going to take a week or two to sit and think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the passion fashion articles are always so helpful. And you've given me a lot of great advice about whether a bolo tie should be longer than my mm-hmm. uh, shirt or should it just come right to the base of it? Well, it changes. You know how they say, um, you know, back that the stock market as it rises and falls, so do hemlines, women's headlines, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to show right you a now. Hot piece. Bolo ties are supposed to be worn very, very long. Mm-hmm. So if the bottom of your bow tie, I want to say, reaches your ankles, mm-hmm. uh, that's the best look. And um, obviously, kind of kick it to down go the with street. turquoise. Is always good. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you're kicking the bottom of your uh, bolo tie um, mm-hmm. with your cowboy boots, I assume. Uh, yeah, that's uh, then you've, as we say in the magazine, made the right choice. That's mm-hmm. sort of our um, the term slogan, yes, yeah. which is like gonna catch on. My, this article says it's by Happy Birthday. Yes, is that our the, writer? That's the guy's name. Yeah, and a lot of people think it's a, a pen name, but that mm-hmm. was his Christian name. Okay, uh, and he, he loves fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's well. I think it has something to do. He tried to explain it to me once. It was something like your birthday suit. I do clothes, and I'm like, but your birthday suit is like you're naked. It's no it clothes. Doesn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I think um, he, he's very dumb. 
and mm-hmm. he's he's nine years old. So oh, okay, <laughs> nine years old, but very big. Yes, it has the the body shape of a forty five year old man, mm-hmm. um, and the stature and the voice. Dad bod. <laughs> and let's get into that article. Yeah, we we did a sixty five page breakdown of the history of the dad bod. <laughs> And uh, starting with Julius Caesar, Julius Caesar had the first dad bod. That's what we did our homework and we looked into it. And mm-hmm. uh, we had uh, we have a, a team of interns um, that we got from Fat Jew. He let us he loaned us some of his interns and they scoured through many libraries and um, uh Bibliothecas. Well, that, that's some of what I love about this magazine as I'm leafing through it is it's really aggregated a lot of the things I like from other magazines mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. I don't have time to necessarily read every blog. Yeah. Right. You know, unfortunately, right. I wish I was made of time, but I'm not. I'm made of carbon or something, flesh, mm-hmm. yeah. bone. Uh, bone, plenty of blood that's getting on my legs. Um, but I'm... Also made of curiosity, aren't I? And sometimes these aggregated articles I can hold in my hand and read them when I'm in the car or on the toilet. Mm-hmm. And I can or both. then, yes. Or, yes. Same time. Yes. And you pull different things. You have the Buzz Beamer cartoons from Sports, Sports Illustrated for mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. Those were hard to get. That was a lot of uh, legal wrangling we had to do. And, mm-hmm. and eventually they told us, you can't use it. And we just said, well, let's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see, you know, if we have to, we'll lawyer up. Well, it's not yeah. for them. And I could it's see for your friends. I guess I could see now you've changed his name to Buzz Beefer, which is <laughs> technically a different That was how we got around it. Character. And he had to be, his, if you look closely in his hands, we've added, he's holding sort of handfuls of beef. To help explain why his day is different. Oh, that's uh, what yeah. that is. <laughs> oh. Yeah. What, uh, you thought it was um, dirt at first. Mud and dirt. We get mm-hmm. that a lot. People are like, why is he holding mud? It's, why is he holding it, it's dirt? It's ground. Be- mm-hmm. I, I would think a steak would make would just be able to easier to represent visually than ground beef. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that was the problem. I said ground beef, and then somebody thought I said ground no. So they made it look more like the So dirt. there is, because there's pieces of grass in it. Right, yes. And you're going to say grass-fed beef. But I, but it was ground, and then you just sort of tried to meet up what was initially just a drawing of grass. Exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. And the cover is, uh, you got that, I guess, from Stuff Magazine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because it says stuff on it. Mm-hmm. But we were able to, because a lot of the letters... In stuff, S T U F F, are mm-hmm. the same letters that are used in Grommans. Yeah, a lot mm-hmm. of them are the yeah. same. I think all of them get mm-hmm. used uh, one way or another. It's, yeah, it's an abigail. So we were able to kind of like just, you know, add some letters in there and mm. cross out others. And, uh, and you know, it was really inspired by, um, you know, John F. Kennedy Jr.'s magazine, George. Yeah. Uh, that was sort of like an upscale. About George McFly. <laughs> yeah, they would do an interview with. Um, Crispin Glover and the character of George McFly mm-hmm. um, every issue. Well, the guy who in the second movie they got to pretend to be Crispin Glover. 
Yeah, they couldn't. Obvious. Sorry, they couldn't get Crispin Glover, so they would, yeah. they got the guy who and they had to hang him upside down in the magazine, so you wouldn't be able to notice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so but, many <laughs> magazines are just one magazine, and it's so uh-huh. frustrating to me. And uh-huh. The fact that this is a bunch just makes uh-huh. it so much better. Uh-huh. Yeah, we uh-huh. like to think of it as like uh-huh. if you went and bought twelve different magazines and had them under your arm, and mm-hmm. then maybe a big gust of wind came by and. Blew all the Mixed pages out, and, yeah. then, mm-hmm. and then they kind of swirled into a box and then got stapled quickly. And yeah, you put a staple, staple in a stapler in a beginning machine, and uh-huh. so yep. it can staple anything. Uh, now, you are famous for your three-word movie reviews. Please go back and listen to the old episode, only available on Howl, to hear those. Um, you obviously had to do it as a feature in this. Um, yeah, I didn't want to, but the peak. publisher demanded it because they're like, that's, you know. And that's us. Yeah. Uh, and, and <laughs> you so, guys demanded it. Yes. And so as a little peek, uh, just give us one of these three-word movie reviews for uh, one of your favorite movies that came out this past year. When you say little peak, E-E-K or P-E-A-K, like a little, like a little mountain? Peak or energy like bar. Give us a little piece of a peak energy bar. Oh, here yes. you go. Juice us up. Thank you That's for having nice. your mouths open so I could toss it in there. Easily. Oh, it's fine. It's always like that. The uh, Yes. Uh, well, you know, I... Uh, Just wait. Sean's going to have a little, a little taste. <laughs> now you want to wet... Your tongue and get all off any other taste off it, so you can really taste the peak. <laughs> you leave if you leave the peak in your mouth. When it mixes with the water, it becomes this delightful slurry mush. Do you like it? But do you like it? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> This guy's a national goofball. anthem. I can't tell if that's I knew you guys the dummy doing here. that or uh, yeah. yeah, it's yes, and it's a now who's the dummy? So, uh, but yeah, we, now we do, who's the dummy? I do three word. Uh, now who's the dummy? Now who's Terminator. the dummy? Yes. Yep. Now who's the dummy? <laughs> that was uh, Jeff. Eddie. Jeff and Lena Dunham finally came together and did uh, that two-person show we've been waiting yeah, for. Yeah, she sits on his lap like Ventrook. <laughs> now who's the Dunham? Now who's the Dunham? <laughs> I'm so happy you guys um, pushed that through because it didn't seem like it was going to get made, and then you guys put your necks on the line yeah. to get it out there, and I, I appreciate it. It was weird. I thought it was weird that it was a live concert show and there was no audience. I thought that was an interesting choice. Mm. Uh, well, uh, fuck you. I mean, what, like, what's <laughs> that doesn't sound nice to me either. The way you say it, interesting. It sounds like you didn't. Well, I mean, like if, you're coming, if you're coming at me, calling me out on my show, trying to take food out of my mouth. Yeah. I made this big magazine for you, you. I put food in your mouth. Okay, well, oh, that peak bar was old and stale. If it's on TV and there's an audience, then you're at home and you're like, then who am I? Right. If they're watching it, what am I doing? Yeah. Hmm. Wow. He shook up your. uh, Yeah, what am I? Yeah, I'm supposed to be audience. Right, right. Man, I. And if you hear laughter and you're laughing at the same time, Mm. you're like, is that. All me? That's so 
That's so many doing it. I, uh, well, I, uh, it's hard for me to a lot of times watch a, a multicam sitcom because when I hear the people laugh, I'm like, how am I there? Yeah. Why does my laugh sound like multiple people? Mm-hmm. It's disconcerting. For um, people uh, who don't know the terms multicam versus single cam, sorry. multicam sitcom has uh, it's old and mm-hmm. it has a big joke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a single cam is cool, mm-hmm. and you can't, and it's hard to find the joke. Yeah, I mean, both will, will are you speak bad. On that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neither are you. good options. No, no, yeah, no. The only the way to really do it, I think, and the future is going to be floor cam, floor cam, all upskirt, uh, upskirt. I'd like to say, I wish they had that back in the facts of life days. <laughs> oh, to see all those ladies. Bushes, I guess. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the style was at the time in the eighties. Because but. they weren't there. There were no cameras. There was yep. no floor cam. There's yep. no way to tell if it was bushes or. No, uh, I, I misunderstood. I thought multicam was that the characters on the show are holding cameras. Was that was that a misunderstanding on my part? And a single mm. cam is that the character one character is holding one camera. Oh, oh um, uh, I, is, as I think about it, I don't know. <laughs> now, what did you want to do a movie review of? But it's being only just a three very words. limited. Yes. Well, you know, we try to do the the latest contemporary hits, mm. but also some of the old classic cl- classics. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, the the range is anywhere. Any movie. I think the way this magazine works is. It's a the, little futuristic, but if you say the title, it appears on the page before you. Okay, so should we try it? Sure. Okay. And I'll the, read it out the loud. The reader says a movie, and then <laughs> it appears on the page, yeah. and you, the editor, read it out loud. My voice reads it out loud. <laughs> okay. So this is the magazine that's going to be saying this. It's not you. Not me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hollywood Homicide. Hartnett. Ford. There. Wow, that's amazing. Contraband. Do take this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because Incredible. contraband, sometimes you don't want to take. You shouldn't take. Yeah. Is it like, on this well, is it like take this movie? Like, yes. <laughs> take this movie out. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Take mm-hmm. it and watch. Take it and put it in your VCR. That's what it means. Mm-hmm. Oh, do take this. Do take this. A lot of them <laughs> say do, do or don't take this. That's I, a, that's. I think eighty percent of the reviews of the start reviews with do or don't. Do take yeah. this or don't take this, which is helpful. Hey, is what time is it? Sam has a hard out. Get a new motorcycle. That, I mean, very time sensitive. That sounds the like motorcycle go away. I just be careful, Sam. I bought a motorcycle last weekend, and I didn't check it before I got it. Mm-hmm. But the thing you only runs in reverse. It. So here I am, the last week, just driving around town, going in reverse down the street. Yeah, <laughs> it's embarrassing. You end up farther away from your sweetie's house. Well, yeah, now I have to work it out where I. I go in the op, I, the op, you know, quote unquote, opposite direction of my my sweetie, my goomba, 
my Goomba's mm-hmm. house, and then eventually I wind up there. But. Sorry, sweetie, I'm going to be late again. The motorcycle only goes backwards. Yeah. And I'm on the opposite. So it's really one thing about the magazine I love is... Thank you. It has that greeting card feature where when you open up a certain page, it plays a song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We found out that the, a lot of words with X are, are difficult to be to be said by a robot voice. The X, the mm-hmm. X sound is very tough. So, uh, which one? Twix. We wanted to use the word Twix uh-huh. up and down in this magazine, and then mm-hmm. the our boys in the well, two bars. Lab. I think that they said that was part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Was that because it's two candy bars? <laughs> <laughs> it makes single rapper. If you, yeah, you cro- if you cross them, it makes an X. Exactly. Yeah, I can see yep. why that yep. would, why, yep. a, why a robot would have a problem with that. Remember cookies and cream Twix? <laughs> I think that no. was Kit Kat bars. Uh, oh, it definitely was Twix. Let's talk about love. I would eat it while I watch my Disney afternoon shows. I love just reminiscing. Remember Rescue Rangers? Way one of them had a fly as a pet. <laughs> no, for real. And it's that's a dog to a yeah. mouse is a fly. <laughs> Think about it. Yeah, I like remembering things. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so funny that it happened and we experienced it. You say, uh, remember, so that happened. Remember mm-hmm. Laurel and Hardy when mm-hmm. we would come oh, home from yes. school mm-hmm. and put on a, a Laurel, just turn on the TV and every channel was showing an old Laurel and Hardy. Grab a <laughs> box of cookies and cream Twix. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then throw on some Laurel and Hardy and, and just laugh. laugh, laugh they fell down. Laugh. Laurel's using Hardy as a... Log rolling on him so he doesn't go down the waterfall. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Twix falling out, just Twix after Twix coming off Hardy's body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hardy puts his foot through Laurel's stomach, straight through. <laughs> <laughs> he can't pull it back out. When he does, it's coming. He's trying. Goo. He's pretending like Red it's part. Goo. It's part of the show. I thought it was weird whenever they would have blood on there that they would colorize it like the little girl's jacket in Schindler's List. So everything would be black and white, but then mm-hmm. just a, a, a profound red mm-hmm. would show was up she, Was she... Was Schindler's List Pleasantville? Was it part of Pleasantville? I think she had just had sex. <laughs> so, Is that what they're yeah. trying to imply? That, that the little girl her. just had sex? Well, she's hot. I mean, right? Like, that's part of the point. Like, that chick was a fucking smoke show. But they never say if it's part of the Pleasantville universe. You know what I wish that they would do um, I Was There Too with her and just have that explained? And the red coat. Yes. Uh, And the red coat's there, too. (laughs) Was there, too. Uh, So Sam has a heart out. Let's talk about... uh, (laughs) I want to talk about your show, Love. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, is Aziz doing like how involved is he in the writing? I know he's the star of it. Uh, yeah, well, you know, Aziz is the star of a of a show on Netflix, uh, Modern uh, Love. Modern his Love book. Yeah, mm-hmm. he can't online date, but here's why: maybe you w- would or shouldn't. 
And it's and then experts here. It started off as kind of a lark. Yeah, you know, we, he was gonna. I would help him with his, and he would help. We kind of do a switch time. Yeah, we yeah. called it switch time. Uh huh. We would go switch time, and then we would switch and um, switch shows. But ah. then it ended up just sticking. Ah, switch time, switch time. Switch Let's time. switch pop. Switch, 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 switch. Got and go switch, to the show. Switch, Hold switch, on. Switch. Here switch, we go. Switch, switch time. Switch. And you go. And a lot of times it would just end up us reading the Time Magazine review of Switch with Ellen Barkin. Mm. Mm. <sighs> uh, what does that make you think of that you do such a deep breath? Deep breath, yes. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good movie. So mm-hmm. I was just uh, <clears throat> reminiscing about that. But then it's And stuck. you work with Leslie Arfin. Right, yeah. It's very similar to Ellen Barkin. It's like what dogs are doing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I once, uh, I, I don't know if I told you, I first met Leslie Arfin and she was in the same room as Ellen Barkin. And I mm-hmm. walked in and I was like, can you guys keep, keep it, these dogs down? Keep can you it keep down. it down, dogs? <laughs> mm-hmm. There's just so much barking and growling. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they said, no, 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 it's just JK our last growling. names. It's just JK Growling was there. Harry Tail. Potter, I think, is her. Like a dog's hairy tail. Yep. 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 It was hers. It was J.K. Growling's creation, not mine. Well, that show mm-hmm. sounds really fun. Yeah, you got to check it out. <laughs> I got one more, and it's Mark Ruffalo. So, uh, Sam has a heart out. Oh, Sam's got a hard out. So um, watch Modern Love. It's in a book, and it's Mm. great. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can subscribe to it on Netflix, which is kind of like Howl for movies. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, buy the magazine, Grommens. Uh, It's going to be available Mm -hmm. where, Paul? Oh, uh, no, nowhere. Yes, you can't have it. So we're, and we, and it's... It's impossible to find, impossible to buy. You can't read it. Um, Mm -hmm. It's upside down. Yeah, you have to, like, if you want to read it, it's printed upside down, so you have to, like, put your legs over a branch of a tree. It's designed for you to put porno mags inside, but people will know, you right. want people to know that you're secretly reading a porno mag because the outside magazine exactly. is always And we have mag. a little sort of paper sleeve that you can slide your um, chubby into. So if you're like looking at it and you're getting excited and you want to hide that. You need a place to put your chubby. <laughs> yeah, your, li- your little chubby. Mm-hmm. Um, and download iTunes. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolf Radio Boom.com. <laughs> The Wolf Dead. That was a headgum podcast.